Hi, welcome to Just Friends Zone. I'm Kevin. I'm Jackie. I'm Josh. Thanks for stopping by this week. Today we have another guest. Uh, she is the person behind our artwork. Uh, she's also a friend for all of us. Um, please help us welcome Heidi. Yay! Hello. <laughs> I don't know if I say hello now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good time to say hello. I mean, you might as well at the beginning, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. So Heidi, as I mentioned earlier um, in the intro, you did do the artwork behind um, our podcast. You're the one that helped make everything come to life. Um, So do you want to go a little bit into detail, uh, explain what the process for that was like? Um, Should I start with like how I came to do the artwork? Yes, that's the best. I think that's a good story. Yeah, (laughs) that's the best part. Well, so we were all in a Discord call and you guys were just like talking about this podcast and I think it was still like in the making of and you were mentioning that you needed like a cover for it. And I was just kind of listening at the time because I was like, you know, like maybe they already have someone in mind or, you know, but I decided to kind of step in and was like, hey, like, you know, someone who does digital art. And then you guys are like, who? And I was like, I do. <laughs> so <laughs> that's literally how it happened, like on the spot. And at first, like, not going to lie, like you guys didn't really have like an idea of what you wanted. So, I mean, like I had more experience from previous commissions and such to like help guide people into what would be good for their brand because at the end of the day this cover is your branding like Mm -hmm. it's like a logo right so that's how it happened and we just kind of got to talking about how you wanted it to look what everyone was wearing and you guys all wanted to be in onesies so yeah it was fun it was really cute and I think Jackie was the one that pitched the idea of wanting it to be like a chibi character Mm. I think we look cute I I love our artwork it's so good Mm-hmm. it was really fun for me to like capture like the essence of each of you guys and turn it into a chibi character where like someone will look at it and be like oh that's jackie oh that's kevin and that's josh you know so mm-hmm. so you said that you enjoy the process of capturing our essence how did that how did you first have an idea of like this is the essence that i want to capture and then how did you translate that into art So I had to ask each of you kind of individually for pictures and usually the best way in any kind of a character design to like distinguish who's who is like mostly things like hair or accessories or like the color of your skin and things like that. So for example, like for Jackie, like because she has blonde hair, but we don't want her to look like a white girl. Not that there's anything wrong with looking like a white girl. <laughs> we want it to look like Jackie, you know? Yeah. So it's like subtle things about like shading the roots of her hair a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. And just things like that. Or like with Kevin and Josh, if people are listening, like they, they look at the cover, like Kevin's glasses are a little bit different than Josh's glasses. And mm-hmm. just subtle things like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing I also noticed was that you did a really great job of, I think, using the facial expressions of the characters to really give the characters our personalities. And I was wondering, like, how did you, like, capture that so well? Again, just it was based on the pictures you guys sent me. Like, a lot Mm -hmm. of the pictures Josh had given me were very smiley and just, like... (laughs) I don't know. He has a very good eye smile. So I wanted to capture that. And with Kevin, I felt like you had more of this personality and you actually requested for the finger guns, which I'm all for. (laughs) 
<laughs> and with Jackie, like, I just wanted to capture, like, her personality where, you know, she's very, like, tame, but very playful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. sweet and innocent, but, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that definitely shows through the artwork itself. I think, like, I, I as soon as you sent it to us and, you like, we all saw it, I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God, like, this could not be more perfect for yeah. <laughs> what we want. Uh, I just, yeah, I think like we talked about it in our pilot too. Like this is like a very casual, very um, not, like, we're not trying to take ourselves too seriously as a podcast. And I think that the art definitely embodies that as well. So I just, yeah, I mean, big thanks to you, Heidi, for doing that. Yes. Um, You're welcome. It. it was super fun. And, you know, I think at first I also struggled honestly with the whole color palette because I was trying to put a background in there because I didn't want it to just be like just white. Mm-hmm. But with the colors of like the onesies that you guys chose and like requested it to be, it was a really big challenge. But I ended up going for more like a rainbow scheme in the back. So it's a little bit more like eye catching and it pops. And mm-hmm. I think it looks really good. It does yeah. look really good. Yeah. I think it's definitely, yeah, like I think that would have been probably one of the harder things to do for the project just because like I have a blue onesie Jackie I think is wearing like white and pink and then Josh is wearing purple and yellow which is like great it captures our personalities but what background do you put that really contrasts yeah. and works with all those colors well I think yeah. that like that rainbow color definitely does work and I think for me like it just made me think of like rainbow sherbet yeah which I think is a very like fun yeah. and playful ice cream flavor to begin with so I was yeah. like dude this is like so many levels of like it was awesome so the whole time um what I had to ask myself like with the background and what color it would be was kind of like again going back to this is your brand this is your logo it's like what kind of podcasts are they going to be like who's their audience and the whole time I was just kind of embodying and picturing the fact that this is like a wholesome podcast you know just friend zone you know it's like where friends come to hang out Mm -hmm. everything's playful and lively so you know colorful and bright is definitely the way to go. So how did you get into like art? Like, was it like something you've always done as a kid or when you're growing up? Uh, this is probably like a common response from a lot of artists. But growing up, we always watch cartoons and you're always enamored by these like drawing styles. And like when you're little, like, I don't know, I grew up with like Dragon Ball Z and things like that or just watching like Toonami as a kid. And it was always like Japanese made cartoons, like anime was so different from like American made cartoons. And that was just always very eye catching. Mm. Um, but my first anime, like I ever grew up watching, uh, not a lot of people know it, but it's called Kenshin. And I always loved that drawing style. So I used to like trace the shit out of it like day and night. And mm. I also got into Bleach when it first came out. And I would also start, you know, honestly, like it did start with tracing, but mm. eventually like I kind of steered off that route and started drawing just freehand mm-hmm. um and then that kind of just stayed as a hobby until like high school where I started taking it more seriously and I never went to like art school or anything so just completely self-taught and I actually went on to college to major in art but ended up dropping out for financial reasons mm-hmm. uh so if you could kind of talk about maybe like what is it that you want to do with art? Do you want to just keep it as a hobby? Would you like to do it as a as a gig that you kind of devote yourself more full-time? Like you talked about also, like, you know, you watch a lot of animation uh, growing up. Would you want to pursue animation as a career? So um, 
When I was an art major, I interned for this company, and I won't say who, but I basically majored in character design for the most part. And so that kind of involves working with animators and storyboard tellers and things like that. And it was very, very stressful. Like to this day, I can't like compare anything else to that amount of stress that I had. And I was just an intern. Like I didn't even work there, um, which is kind of the thing too, because they just, you're everyone's bitch when you're there. Uh, So I was like, you know, I don't think I can do this for a living because I never had any say in what I could do. It was just like, do this in X amount of time. And it was insane workload. So I just figured I want to keep it as a hobby. And for now, like I just draw for fun, like when I have time here and there. But other than that, I'll do commissions for friends sometimes, you know, or sometimes I'll be in a discord call and sell myself to make (laughs) little covers for people's podcasts. (laughs) But other than that, yeah, it's just for fun. Like I was saying, um, I still see. I still think it's really funny how she ended up doing our artwork. Mm-hmm. It was just like, like she said, we were talking about it. We were actually talking about another friend that told us that she can do something similar. But then when I kind of gave her samples of what we wanted, she was like, "I can't do that." Like, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, how are we gonna find someone that can do this?" And then mm-hmm. Heidi's like, "You know who does digital art?" <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I do." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> And then we were all like, wow. <laughs> Didn't have yeah. to look very far at all. <laughs> yeah, the perfect person was right there with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it really goes uh, back to, I think, you know, we talked about this in the pilot too. Like, like originally our podcast was supposed to like be in the prep phase and launch phase much earlier, but we had to delay it because um, because of my own schedule. And because we delayed it, we ended up with what we have now and with Heidi as our as our cover artist and so like it's just kind of like I could talk about the pilot like it's this it's very perfect like everything kind of just worked out the way I feel like it was meant to work out all the time so it's really I think it's really cool okay Heidi how did you get to know us hmm it's hard to say like there I don't think there was an actual like pinnacle of a moment where like I got to meet each one of you like separately but um, so there's, you know, a friend group on Discord called Dundada, and I actually met one of them, um, his name's Jacob, and I met him on Maple Story, and that's how I got into the Discord, and it initially started with all of us playing Among Us, I think, and I think that's how I met each and every one of you, and then I met Josh in person, Mm-hmm. on accident like i didn't know i was gonna meet him <laughs> i didn't know i was gonna meet her too <laughs> yeah uh josh was on at min's house and we had just gotten like went over and some, like apparently everyone was there yeah. and i was just like oh hi everyone i was really embarrassed we we're watching the black pink documentary <laughs> i was definitely fanboying like oh my god oh my god and then she's just sitting there i was like oh who cares i'll <laughs> 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 scream like every five seconds I, I don't judge it's fine it was good to see like a bunch of dudes just sitting around like <laughs> watching a black pink documentary together it's cute <laughs> mm-hmm. how did you meet kevin then uh i think i met kevin last yeah that, we met that night that oh. uh we were all in the discord call yeah i think that's yeah. when i first spoke to kevin and i have yet to meet him in person but yeah yeah, yeah. we met because uh <laughs> i think you me Jackie and um, Jesse, we were all playing 
Phasmophobia together. Oh, I want to say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. You guys were playing Phasmophobia, and it was like your first time, and I was just yeah. kind of like nudging you guys in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then after we stopped playing, we all got into the Discord call to talk about the podcast, and then, yeah, Heidi was in there with Jacob, and then we were just talking, and then she was just listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met Jackie on her birthday party, actually. She had her little gathering, and we drove out to see her, and it was mm-hmm. a good time. Oh. Yeah, so Josh and I were supposed to go to that, too. I don't know if you know. But, Ooh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys weren't there, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't, and Jackie doesn't let us forget it. Yeah, something came I up. I don't think I will either. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I actually want to, for a second, go back to the artwork, uh, Heidi. Uh, you did sure. talk about how, like, we didn't give you a lot of direction. Yeah. And you said that you also had experience with people that like kind of don't give you a lot of direction in the past, but that they still want you to do work, you know, um, what, what do you, what do you, what do you prefer? Number one, uh, would you like someone that has like a clear per- like vision for what they want, like down to like the details specifically, and they're like really um, like micromanaging you over it? Or would you rather have the kind of style that we gave you where we're like, Hey, we kind of have like an idea, but we don't really know. So first, what do you prefer? So before I answer that, uh, there is this like image that's circulating among like the community of like artists that do commission work. And it's like, you know, there's like price menus and the price menus kind of like throwing shade at people like that don't know what they want. (laughs) And basically like, okay, so the more control that you have over like what you commission, the more you pay and the more control that I have over what you want to commission, like the less you pay. Reason being like when people micromanage any artist, it just becomes like, they start to have this like mentality where it's like they can do better. And they start to like talk to you like very condescending almost Mm -hmm. as if like you're a slave doing work for them versus someone that kind of gives the artist more like free reign. It's like, they're more appreciative of the art that the artist is doing in their style, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I think I prefer like somewhere in the middle where someone is able to give me some sort of direction, um, but also gives me the room to like put in my professional like input, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense a lot. Okay. And second question, uh, Heidi, when you're doing your art, do you have a preferred style? Like we had you kind of do more chibi style and the original person that we had, they had a much more like, uh, I would say it's a more photorealistic style. Um, do you, what's your preferred style? Um, so something I struggle personally with is that I feel like I constantly don't really have a style. Like I have a lot of artists that I follow and like really look up to and they always have this very distinctive like style to their artwork where you look at it and like you know who the artist is. Mm-hmm. And maybe like if other people saw my work, like they would know that it's mine as well. But I feel like I'm all over the place because my background with art like has also been traditional but also kind of more into like again like character design where it's more like anime and cartoony Mm -hmm. so I feel like when I do like artwork that I just want to do for fun just for my own like entertainment it's usually somewhere in between realistic and anime at the same time but if people ask me like oh can you do chibi then it's like I have no problem doing that Mm -hmm. I see. So you have a very, like, I would say like a chameleon type style. 
where you can kind yeah. of blend in with what is requested of you. Yeah, exactly. And so. it's kind of a double-edged sword where it could be a good thing, but also a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I respect that a lot, though. Because I feel like, you know, like I can't draw for crap. So yeah, no. <laughs> thanks. my mom yeah. makes fun of my drawings. Yeah. It's yeah. Sad. It's okay. I mean, you know, we didn't, we didn't practice as much or put in the effort. I went to art school. <laughs> Wait, you did really? I went to art, like Hagwon or like tutor. Oh, nice. For like, I think like a month and a half. That's and... pretty bougie. Okay. Yeah. You don't have an excuse then. The heck, dude. No, dude. I'm just not artistic. <laughs> like at my church. We have like Korean school at church, and then they take the kid, the kids to like a park picnic thing, and then they have kids draw right, and then they'll post it up everywhere at our church, and then like I was just walking by, mom go, my mom goes, oh, did you draw that? And I'm like, I'm in high school, like I don't take Korean classes. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? She's like, well, that looks like your drawing, and then I go look at it, it's a five year old kid drawing, <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> Getting roasted by your mom, man. My mom's a savage. I mean, Korean moms do be kind of throwing shade all the time. (laughs) That's fair. That's actually very fair. I think my mom was like my biggest criticizer ever since I was like, because, you know, I'd always like draw something as a little kid and like bring it to her and she'd be like, why are her legs like that? Or like just always, I don't know. It just made me a better artist. And thanks, mom. (laughs) I'm the opposite. It made me never want to draw ever again. <laughs> Man, there's that Russian proverb, the same water that softens the potato boils the egg. So it's not necessarily what, like what the circumstance is, but what you're made of that determines how you respond to certain things. So I'm soft. So, so yeah, you're so calling you're a Josh a potato and I'm yeah. a boiled egg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is hard on the outside, but you put some pressure and then he softens. <laughs> that's basically who i am though <laughs> <laughs> and then heidi's the opposite she's soft on the outside but you know put some pressure and she she grows from it mm. boom i identify as boiled egg now yeah my and also potato. aren't you a gude tama fan yes i am <laughs> <laughs> perfect exactly <laughs> um what's that uh gude tama uh, do you want to just show him heidi well jackie has a sweater on actually. oh that thing yeah <laughs> Yeah, Guzetama is like a little like the the lazy egg, I would say, is kind of mm-hmm. his description. Or he, she, they, I don't know. I don't know their pronouns. Genderless. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> whatever Guzetama is. I'm sorry if anyone was offended by me gendering Guzetama as a he at first. But um, yeah, so Heidi, we also play games together. Right now we're all playing Valheim together, except Jackie. Yes. But what other games do you play? Um. At the moment, I don't really play much else. Um, I've been into this card game called Shadowverse. And it's just like to pass time. But that one's really fun. It's just like any like online card game, really. Mm. Um, yeah, we've been playing Valheim. And then every now and then, if there's enough people, like we'll get on Phasmophobia. And then I also play Maple Story, but I also don't at the same time because like I only get on to do like the bare minimum and then log off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then before that, I was also playing Final Fantasy XIV like actively, um, mm-hmm. like being in a static group and things like that. But it just got to be too much, so I'm just kind of on a hiatus right now. Final Fantasy XIV is the MMO one, right? Yeah, it's the online version. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Josh and I played that for like a month because they had like a month free trial. 
Yeah. But we just couldn't, like, it just wasn't fun for us. The 14 series is, like, notorious for having a really slow progression at first to the mm-hmm. point that the developers, like, patched it so that it's shorter. And you can also just buy your way to, like, skip that story part mm-hmm. and get to endgame, which mm-hmm. we all kind of look down upon those kinds of players. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening to this and you play 14, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like it's in any game, if, like, you pay your way to the top, that's kind of frowned upon in general. Yeah, for sure. Wait, that's the one where we couldn't play together in certain levels, right? Yeah, yeah. We'd play together, like, when we're, like, traveling and when we're going through the world. But then for some reason, every time we got into a boss fight, it would make us leave party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing in the game, Heidi, or not, but that was what kind of turned us off, uh, turned us off to it. You're probably talking about so like early on in game before you start running like dungeons together, you have a lot of like solo queues where you're fighting bosses by yourself, mm. and that's just the main story like quest line. And uh, I don't know, that's just what everyone has to go through. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. yeah, because we weren't we were expecting it to be like a you know you party up and you go through the whole game together. But it wasn't yeah. that. So that all that kind of like group raids and stuff comes more at like end game where it's uh, more of like you're queuing up together or you have a static group to do like savage content, which is mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. and very intense and not for yeah. everyone. But you know, <laughs> you guys just had to get through the first few like stories. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we were just too impatient for that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah. Uh what's your preferred role in a game? Usually, I feel like I always just kind of go with DPS, but mm. depending on which game, like there was a game, I can't remember what it's called all of a sudden. It was by Nexon, it was called like Dragon something. I don't know Dragon if you guys. Nest? Dragon's Nest? Dragon's, Dragon Nest, right? Drag- Quest? It was, it's something like that. The reason why I can't think of it is because it's a really old game and I Mm -hmm. barely played it. But I actually played a tank role in that game, which Mm. was kind of fun. Okay. So it kind of depends on like the game's mechanics, but like Mm -hmm. mostly DPS. Mm. Okay. How'd you get into gaming? Uh, I don't really know. But just ever since I was a kid, I had, like, all of my cousins are way older than me. Mm. And so I'd watch them play, like, Diablo and StarCraft, you Mm. know, kind of typical of Koreans. But (laughs) that's what I would watch them play. Mm -hmm. And then that was kind of, was that your launching point into games or did you come into games later? Um, I feel like my launching point for games was like the more typical like childhood games like Mario Party but mm. I also got into like DDR when I was a little kid oh. and can't really think of any other games but like I think that's what like really set it off mm. and just ever since then I remember like my brother getting me my first like DS Lite when they came out and got my first Final Fantasy game on there and things like that mm. how good are you at DDR were you so I feel like I don't remember the names of the modes, but I was like second to last, like extreme. Wow. wow. Did you buy your own like DDR mat to play at home? Oh yeah. We did. Oh, and wow. it wasn't like, it wasn't even like the thin crappy ones. It was like the one inch thick, like legitness ones. Wow. Dang. 
Like, I think I had those crappy ones. I think we have a friend that still plays DDR, right? We do. He's actually super into it. I think he's part of a Discord community for DDR. Oh, really? That's insane. Wow. Yeah. 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 Like, they talk about, like, you know, like, strategy, like, how you can be better at it. And I'm just like, it's a rhythm game. How do you, like, what strategy <laughs> is there? Just learn it, you know? <laughs> it's totally different because um, there's DDR players that, like, go to the arcades because those machines are totally different because mm-hmm. they have the handrails. So, like, you have so many more, like, skills under your belt to, like, go faster or, like, press certain <laughs> keys at the same time. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm nowhere near their level by the way. Like, I'll never play DDR in public. <laughs> <laughs> she only does it at home. She busts it at out. home, yeah. yeah. Puts, like, a headband on before, you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh. Would you ever do it competitively, maybe, though? No, not at all. No. It's been so long since I've played. Like, mm. I'm very uh, out of shape now. Yeah, you, like, pull a muscle while you're trying to... <laughs> I'll probably be on, like, light mode and be, like, panting by, like, the fourth arrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone nowadays. Everyone, you can't go out, you can't do anything. So, true. We're all out of shape. What are you into right now? Like, like I guess movies, anime, or any drama that you're currently watching? Um. Well, anime wise, I'm really into Demon Slayer. It's. I'm just kind of waiting for the movie to be out, but yeah, really, really into that. And I also am waiting on Haikyuu to come out, and. My favorite anime of all time would be One Piece. That one just gets my emotions really going. (laughs) And Um, I just caught up on all the episodes of One Piece. So I'm just like, I'm hyped. I'm not caught up. I actually like, I'm I'm the kind of like viewer and watcher that like lets things pile up a little bit so I can binge through it. I can't like wait a week for one episode. I just can't. Really? That's a mood. When I watched it, like I went through like all those... 800 something episodes. Is it over? I think one no, piece is No, it's still not going. even over. <laughs> no, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> is the manga uh, over? No. Oh my God. I don't think the manga's over either. It's the eternal anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it outlasted everything. Right? Didn't it come out around when Bleach was out and Naruto was out? Oh, it came out way before. <laughs> oh, it came out before? Came out before. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Don't, don't judge me guys please oh i'm not judging <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much about anime <laughs> I'm, I'm not some like elitist over anything <laughs> trust me okay wait there has to be there's one important question to ask though concerning anime which is subbed or dubbed well that's not even a question subbed all the way <laughs> but i have an argument as far as dubbed goes like certain things i actually do watch dubbed and that's just because like that's what i'm used to like dragon ball z and pokemon like that's the only thing i can watch dubbed Mm. and i'm like okay with Mm. yeah i bring up i bring up that question because i know there's one person in this group that that doesn't watch anime subbed no i watch this up we talk about (laughs) i said i prefer watching it dubbed so i don't have to read sometimes i already watch anime (laughs) that is terrible See, that's the one question you can ask any anime, anybody that watches anime, and that's how you judge them. Do they watch it subbed or dubbed? Okay, so my argument was, like, I usually watch stuff right before I go to sleep. And then when I watch, I don't watch it dubbed, by the way. <laughs> I tried it like once or twice and I just stopped. But it's because I don't like reading the sub, right? 
and I'm about to, like when I'm reading it, I'm like I fall asleep, and then so I was like, hey, let me just try dub. So I watched a couple episodes dub, and I told Kevin this, and he won't freaking let it go anymore. <laughs> just oh, you watch it dubbed. <laughs> but what anime was it that you watched dubbed? Oh, I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna give more judge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can tell me after the podcast is over. I can say it. I can say it. I, I think it was my hero. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You thought you weren't going to get clowned on? Dude. That was the worst. <laughs> didn't you watch a couple episodes of Demon Slayer dub too? No, no, I didn't. Okay. Because I watched that, that all with with Min near mm-hmm. the end of it. I watched it all with Min and Jackie. Mm. We were on Discord and we watched it together. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep yeah. in one of the last episodes. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled at. I was watching it. Someone was like, "Josh!" I was like, "Oh, you're snoring." I was like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced the people that don't like to watch things subbed just can't read fast. Hey, so what? What if yeah. they read fast? <laughs> Jerks. I'm not saying that that is the case, but I'm no. I'm saying that for the most part, like most people don't have a legitimate reason, like you, where you're like, "Oh, like, I watch it at the end of the night where I'm trying to sleep." People just like watch it in the middle of the day, and they're like, "Oh, I watch anime." No, you watch a cartoon because if it's dubbed, it's not anime. So. I think it also has to do with, I think, I believe that Japanese voice actors are just better. Like, I, they put like so much emotion into it. Like, they even like, no matter what face expression is on their face, they put so much emotion to it. And then when you hear like the dub version, for some reason, not, not to be mean or anything, but it just sounds retarded. Let me take that back. It sounds like I don't know, it's like it doesn't fit well. Wait, it doesn't it fit well. Man? Is it um, uh Dragon Ball Z is dubbed better than the subbed version? It's so yeah, not... Dragon Dragon Ball Z and like say yeah, like Pokemon. Like I first started it in English, so subbed is different. Yeah, I think it's that we we start started watching Dragon Ball and like Pokemon as kids, and so we have that. Like, whatever you watch at first as, I think that's what kind of determines what you think is better. But I think also, like, the 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 subbed version or the original version of, like, the Dragon Ball anime, like, Goku was voiced by, like, this Asian lady. And yeah. so, like, she's kind of just aged as, like, you know, Goku has stayed essentially the same age. But, like, her voice has obviously changed a bit. So, yeah, like, her voice is, like, a little bit more obviously female. While Goku is supposed to be like a dude, so I think that's kind of what like turns me off to it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of a double standard when you kind of think about, like for example, like Power Rangers. I remember watching a Japanese dubbed version of it, and I was just kind of like, "Turn this shit off! Like, what <laughs> is this?" Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's I have a lot of respect for any voice actor from anywhere, but like, there's just certain things that. I don't know. Like yeah. the OG is the best, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna watch SpongeBob dubbed, you know? Like oh, I love watching it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think though there are some difficulties that come with dubbing, and that's the fact that like you have to make whatever you're saying match the time frame mm-hmm. of what the other person like what's coming what's showing up on screen. And so I think that like you want to translate what the person is saying but you can't translate it perfectly because you have a certain time frame to fit it in and so i think that kind of like messes it up but i think there are some voice actors do a really great job like when they have to do dubs like um i don't know if you guys ever watched i watched a couple episodes of naruto dubbed and i think the guy that did gara in the in the, the original series he actually did a really good job i think of kind of being this unhinged 
Wow. What you yeah. <laughs> I highly phrased it better than I did, but I think it just depends on the situation of what the context is in the anime. Mm-hmm. And when I say I watched it dubbed, I mean, like, you know, when, like, YouTube was old school and, like, you, you had to watch, like, anime fights at, like, part one, part two, oh, part that's, three. That's the best time ever. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's where I watched it dubbed. When YouTube when wasn't regulated. Yeah, when I went back to watch it, like, for real, like, I watched it on Hulu with subs, so. <laughs> Whose account you use? <laughs> <Yours>. <laughs> it's still hey it's still there man <laughs> yeah dang that's crazy i can't relate because i used to torrent all of my anime so <laughs> i'll cut that part out because <laughs> <laughs> just beep it <laughs> i used to beep <laughs> so my ip address is <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot all right heidi so we're going to go into time where we we do this with all of our guests, or you're our second guest, but we're going to be doing this with all of our guests. <laughs> uh, we're just going to ask you random questions um, just so we can get to know you more. And then, you know, people listening can look, get to know you and judge you in a way, too. So, Jackie, you go first. What is your go-to boba? I usually go for, like, house milk tea or Thai tea. Or winter melon. Depends how I feel. <laughs> Kev? But before we do that, why do you prefer those drinks? Like, what is it about them? Um, I don't know. Like, chai tea is just, I feel like, I just like just because why not? Like, I just like it. Um, <laughs> winter melon, when I want something that doesn't have milk in it. And the house milk tea, depends where I go. I feel like whenever you go to a new boba place, you always have to try the house milk tea yeah. as your first drink to like, it, like the standard of like, is this a good boba place or not? Yeah. So that's pretty much what oh, I do. <laughs> I have a question. Do you like the place half and half? Oh my God. I don't know. Have you been to, you know what I'm talking about? Half what and that half? means. No. <laughs> like there's, there's a boba shop called half and half. I've never been. You guys never been to it? I have. I like it. Oh, I have a story. Oh. So Kevin was working at a boba shop, right? And he's like, oh, I'm Mr. Boba, you know? Like, I know everything <laughs> about boba. And so we go to Roland Heights, where half and half is, and we go get it. And he's like, oh, I heard this place is good. I'm going to try it. I'm going to judge it. And he buys one. He takes two sips, and he goes, oh, this is trash. And he throws it away in the trash can. <laughs> Dang, what did you order? I was like... Dude, he's like, oh, that boba sucked. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> okay, so here's my side of it, which is everything he said is factually true. We did go and I was being cocky and I did throw it away after like two sips. Reason why was because it was just too like too much on the tea side for me. Like it didn't have enough of the sweetness or like the, the milk for me. And then so like, uh, like I just didn't, I wasn't ready for that. And it was just so herbally like to me, like, you know, how, like tea has a like, kind of like a dry texture. Like it was just too much of that. And so I was like, I don't like this, but I went back recently and I tried it again. I was like, Oh, this isn't actually that bad. So it's actually pretty Maybe good. Maybe you got like a bad yeah. batch or something. Well, you didn't That's shake it. I was it. like, what did you order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why this isn't in any way saying like half and half is trash. This is just to say, you know what? Maybe something you didn't like at first, you can go back to later on in life and realize, Hey, this is actually pretty good. So I was so shocked. He literally grabs it. Cause the, their cup is big. It's like a bowl shaped cup. 
and he drinks it. And he goes, Ugh! and he throws it away. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? I was like, six bucks, dude. Yeah. It all comes down to personal preference. And I was like thinking it's funny you said that it was too herbally because like I actually prefer my milk tea to not be on the sweet side. So mm. like when they ask for like sweetness level, I'm usually like only like 15 or 20% or whatever. Yeah, like I don't like it sweet at all. That is really low. <laughs> yeah, I'm always thought- like little ice, a little sugar. Like so, make that shit like herbally as you can. <laughs> so Kevin judges people like on our pilot episode. He talks about like how oh people with 30 percent sugar is, are weirdos. <laughs> okay, well I am a weirdo. <laughs> and he's gonna I do not you. have a sweet tooth like at all. So <laughs> he wanted to tell people like, why they were wrong at thirty <laughs> percent. I'm just go ahead. You know I'm what? all ears, Kevin. <laughs> you know what? Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Even if it's a stupid opinion. <laughs> Listen, it's going it. into my body and my mouth. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can do whatever you want. It's cool. You get your 100% sugar if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually recently been bringing down the sugar. I think that as I'm getting older, like, I just don't have as much of a sweet tooth as I used to. So, like, I, I went down from 100% to 70%. So... That's like my like it's like a pretty 30% good spot improvement. Good job. <laughs> Very proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I guess I am crazy. Like I don't drink any like soft drinks ever, like not even a sip. Wow. They're just way too sweet for me. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you have a a sensitive palate in general? I kind of do actually, yeah. Like if I go out and eat like 9 out of 10 times, it'll be way too salty. And it's not that I eat on the bland side, but I just feel like food that's prepped outside, like in restaurants and stuff, is just always a little bit on the saltier side. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like Jacob jokes all the time and says that I'm allergic to salt, <laughs> which is not true. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a very sad existence if you were allergic to salt. That means you're allergic to something your own body would kind of produce. Yeah, and when people think that, like, I'm one of those people that likes things bland and, like, flavorless, and that's not true. I just like things in moderation, you know? Mm-hmm. So, spicy food? Love spicy food. But what is spicy to you? I don't even know. Like, what? I have yet to find something that makes me, like, break out in a sweat. <laughs> what? Like, the puldak lamyon? Oh, that's nothing. That's yeah. even the two times? What? I mean, that one, like, I, like, I'm not the type of person to eat and be like, that's not spicy at all. Like, obviously, there's spice, but, like, I could finish it without drinking water or something. Damn, I need, like, 10 I'm cups like, of water. <laughs> go, try the, go try the one-chip challenge. No, what we need is to put Heidi on hot ones. Oh, hot <laughs> Honestly, ones. I watch hot ones a lot, and I'm always like, I think I could nail that show. I kind of feel like you could, too. Like, I'm kind of thinking, like, dude, like, that's not much to you? Like, shoot. I mean, I would struggle for sure, but I would kind of just be like, you know, like chilling. Mm. For do you do you like hot sauce though? Like, yeah, I'll send you a hot sauce because my manager at work loves spicy food. Mm-hmm. I got him this hot sauce for like Christmas, and he he said it's the best hot sauce he's ever tasted. It's really it's spicy, but it's like it tastes really good. So mm. I'll send it to you. Awesome. Wow, a free gift. That's, yes. This podcast is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're uh, hot ones with a Z, you know? <laughs> friend brand. zone hot ones. <laughs> yeah. A hot zone. <laughs> hot, zone. <laughs> hot friend zone? 
Hot yeah. zone? <laughs> <laughs> Something? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so moving on. Uh, what flavor of ice cream would you be? <laughs> would I be? Not like, I was expecting you to ask like, <laughs> like what kind of like, what flavor ice cream is your favorite? And I was like thinking and I'm like, wait, what I would be? <laughs> Yes, if you had to describe yourself using Oh, that ice was cream a curveball. Wow. Um <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe like a strawberry ice cream. <laughs> mm. That's just where my mind first went to. I like don't know. With the why. real strawberry chunks in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's a good one. The real like mm-hmm. not the artificial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. real milk and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, just classic, always there, always reliable, always good, can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, not too sweet. Not too sweet, but mm-hmm. like can be sweet, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. if you want me to be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I like it. Uh, what's your favorite food? Hmm, that's hard to say. I feel like my default answer to this is like, a good authentic Mexican like street taco. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love tacos. I, I mean, could eat tacos every day. Like I will not get tired of it at mm. all. <laughs> that that is me. I used to <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I used to work at Starbucks and we'd close at like eleven forty five. And then my other friend and I would drive to or Kevin, we would invite Kevin sometimes. <laughs> we'd literally drive to downtown LA or like LA get tacos and come back at 12 o'clock at night those are the days dude we just uh josh and i discovered a new place recently or not only discovered but like because you know we're not christopher columbus or anything but it was there before we found it um but there's this new taco place in like anaheim they do like the whole like the beauty uh taco it's so good dude it was so worth it oh i'm thinking about it right now and i'm like dude i want it right now (laughs) I'm actually planning on making some at home. So Ooh. if that turns out well, then, you know, I'll make some for everyone. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm so excited for this. I'll bring cookies. I'll bring cookies. If we're going to have a whole party for it, I'll bring cookies. Ooh, that's a good idea. A little potluck, you know? Mm-hmm. Potluck. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID safe, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite, like, meat that you like with, like, carne asada, al pastor? Um, I'm a... Wait, I want you guys to guess which protein I like. Wait, do you like, is it like the normal meats or, you know, because there's like the. I can't say. I'm going to have you guys guess. <laughs> That's not fair because there's like, you know, like lengua, tripas, puche. Like, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with lengua. Oh, okay. I'll lock that in right now. I think <laughs> I will go with your regular carne asada. Josh? I'm going to say El Pastor. All right. Jackie wins it all. Oh. Good job. <laughs> I do oh. like lingua, but only at very specific places because some fair. places do it well and some places don't, unfortunately. But it's a really mm-hmm. hard protein to work with. It can be yeah. very like foul smelling. Definitely true. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a there's like a taco stand place in LA that we used to go to. It's so good. Yeah. I miss it. <laughs> I miss a lot of things. When you plan to make your birria tacos, are you actually going to get goat or are you going to substitute it with beef? I will probably substitute it um, just because, again, goat's kind of hard to come by in terms of like a good quality 
cut of goat, so I'll probably just stick with like ribeye or something like that. I use uh, when I make the tacos, I use um, the pork shoulder. That's like the best piece. Yeah, Sorry, that's not a pork, really good piece. Beef, beef shoulder. Or any shoulder is beef really chug. good, honestly. Yeah. Instapot? Do you guys use Instapot for it? A crock pot? Yeah. Um, no, I mine. I make it on the stove. Dang. Takes That's like legit. Four, four hours. Yeah. You guys should get an Instapot. <laughs> is that different than a crock pot? Yes. It's like, oh. it's like a, you know, a crock pot is a slow cooker. Yeah. This one's like instant, like, therefore it's so called it's... instant pot, but it's like, it's a pressure cooker. Basically you can set timers on it and you can get like meat really soft, really quickly. So my mom puts like beef ribs in it, right? To make broth. She puts it in for like 10 minutes and it's like the best broth. Josh also has an air fryer and uh, and a um, sous vide too. So if you guys need uh, any tips for that, you can always ask him. I, I love cooking <laughs> myself. So. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I think when he first got his sous vide, like every week he would like call me and be like, hey, you want to come over? I'm sous videing this food today. I'm like, sure okay and for like a month straight he was just sous vide for like every meal it was, it was pretty funny i haven't used like, it in like a year sous vide's so cool man look at this you just get you put it all in the machine you, you airtight it and then you put it in the water and it cooks it i was like okay hey it's good though wasn't it good no it was good and then it was just funny because the same thing happened with the air fryer too the air fryer is so good <laughs> You got an air fryer, and then for a whole month, like every week, is hey, hey, I'm gonna air fry something. You want to? You want to come over? <laughs> I'm like, okay. We yeah. just got an air fryer for Christmas, and <laughs> I kid you not, life has never been the same. <laughs> yeah, it's the best, dude. It's the best investment. Yeah, it really is. I highly suggest everyone to get one. Yes. Uh, do you want to do a, a quick uh, brand endorsement, Heidi? You want to tell us which brand you use so that our listeners can, <laughs> can go get themselves an air fryer? Honestly, I no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Everyone do your own research, okay? Read your reviews really well. Just get the one with the biggest like amount that you can put in because not all trays are the That's same. That's true. I have the convention one where it's like a toaster and an oven and an air fryer at once. Oh, those are the best kind. That's the game changer. Wow. You put sweet potato in it too, and then you just leave it there. And it's, oh. That's what we do. It's so good. <laughs> it gets that koguma like perfect, yeah, you know? It's perfect. So good. <laughs> Every time. It's crazy too, because, you know, my parents being from Korea, like, they talk about how it brings them like childhood memories of getting like a hot sweet potato that you, they used to like bake on the streets like during the winter. And I'm just like, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's cool to like share a memory with them like that over food, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All thanks to the air fryer, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> air fryers bringing families together. It, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> you put samgyeopsal or pork belly inside. That's what we fryer. did too. <laughs> dude, it's so good. Like I made some the other day. Like we got the like. Tongsamgyeopsal, so yes. like it's samgyeopsal that's like not cut already into slices. Um, and we put that in the air fryer. I put it on a like bed of onions and vegetables and green onions and just like a very simple seasoning. And as soon as my brother put it into his mouth, I swear like he like orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just so good though. Have you have to get air fryer? 
You know, okay, so Kev actually just recently got a microwave in his house. Like last year. You're lying. <laughs> he's, he's lived it out his whole life basically without a microwave. Actually, it was like less than a year. It was like half a year ago, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I would go over to his house and you just just like frozen chicken. I was like, oh, like, why don't you just microwave it to defrost? He's like, I don't have a microwave. I literally have to let it defrost. <laughs> I would put it in bowls of water to make it defrost a little faster, though. So that's yeah. actually the proper way to do it. Yeah. You should never defrost in a microwave, people. <laughs> yeah. It's not water. good. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm I'm just kitchen safe, man. You're making bacteria. You're like cultivating bacteria <laughs> on your meat if you microwave to defrost. Josh, I'm looking I'm at saying, you. I'm just saying. Like, so there's other would... stuff. He, he doesn't eat it, like, because he doesn't have micro. He didn't have a microwave. That's true. I also didn't even like use my oven until recently, because um, it's a crappy oven. So it's I didn't I didn't like it. But then I really wanted to start baking again. So I started. So I started using my oven for that. We only had like one pan in my house for the longest time. <laughs> so we had to cook everything on like a super large pan. Uh, that was interesting. Are you an only child, Kevin? No, I have an older brother, but he hasn't lived with us in. Like, okay, so only technically only son, no daughters. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. You only have one pan and no microwave <laughs> until recently. It's a bachelor's house for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my dad and I are both not married, so we don't have any women coming regularly. So yeah it's definitely like we leave uh dishes in the sink for like a week until one of us gets too like too tired to like we'll finally do it yeah that's that's, that's our life yeah <laughs> we have Sounds one bar of nice soap. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it's relaxing but you know sometimes you wake up you look in the fridge and you're like there's no food here what am i eating for breakfast <laughs> so it's okay it has its upsides and downsides just like anything you know sometimes i have to go to target and be like what am i what do i need to survive for the week so yeah but yeah Yeah. my god (laughs) but yeah (laughs) it's a habit man you act like you don't have habits (laughs) is this the second episode of your guys's podcast Uh, like officially or no no we have two lined up right now of pilot men and then we have three, one. three lined up the relationship yeah yeah, yeah. i was just asking because i'm like you know down the line like kevin saying so but um yeah it's gonna be like a new thing and maybe your like <laughs> listeners will just start making a drinking game out of it <laughs> <laughs> i just leave it then huh i've been cutting it out every time <laughs> it's so awkward because <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, it'll be quiet and you'll be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Once you compile enough recordings, you can just make a compilation of Kevin's. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kevin has one with uh with Jackie already. <laughs> Sasuke? You like bad boys? You like the bad boys? <laughs> you like randomly oh, said that. I cut it and I just kept playing it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. We could release uh episodes like for what each of us like random things we've all said. <laughs> but yeah. You're gonna cut all this part out, right? We'll see. I'm gonna put okay. this in the beginning. Okay. As a teaser. <laughs> okay. All right, Heidi. Next question for you. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, well, you weren't ready for the last one I asked you, so I just want to make sure this time. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying I'm ready. I'm like I'm like fooling myself so that <laughs> I'm ready even if I'm not ready. <laughs> all right, all right. Is water wet? 
Um, no, because the reason why I say water's not wet is because I don't know. Maybe I'm open to changing my answer if someone has a better counter argument. But in order to be wet, you had to have been dry first. So my argument is that water is just fucking water. It it's it's never been dry. But if you're like, is can ice be wet? Then yes, <laughs> because you know ice is a solid, and there's dry ice, and you can wet it. So that's my argument. Feel free to prove me wrong, anybody. I actually agree with you. I think that water cannot be wet, but kind of along the same lines. I think that for something to be wet, like, like, you have to have water on you. Like that is the condition that qualifies you as being wet. Water is on you, right? But or if like water any has liquid. always had water, yeah. Like if water has always had water around it, if water is water, you can't add more water to make it wet. It's just still like you just have more water. So therefore, water cannot be wet. Water, water makes things wet. Yes. So that's my argument. Yes. I just like saying it's it is wet to piss off Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't really have an opinion on it, but I just go, no, dude, water's wet, bro. It's so mad. <laughs> say it. I know you're gonna say it right now. But yeah. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to. I was waiting for you to ask your question. Um, what is your favorite movie series? Movie series. Interesting. Like, there has to be a series. Like, there's more than one of them. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I guess that's easy. Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Kevin's a big Star Wars fan. Does that include the, the sequel trilogy? Just all of it, honestly. Um, mm. There's only one that I was very disappointed by, and it's a recent one. I don't know if I should say it or not, because it might trigger people. But I no, guess I should it. just say You're it. in a safe so, place here. Judgment yeah. free zone. <laughs> judgment free. Solo was terrible. <laughs> Solo? Yeah. Mm. I did not like that movie. Yeah. Don't worry. No judgments here. I also didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of like a pointless movie. Like, I don't think we learned anything that new off of that story. And I think that it also could have just been made much better. So Yeah, it was really just a matter of, I didn't feel like it did such a monumental character justice because it's his backstory. But I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it's just like, we're going to have a certain level of expectation at this point, and they did not deliver. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you. So you're a Star Wars fan. Are you also a Lord of the Rings fan? Yes, I am. Mm. Your favorite um, main trilogy character? I honestly... I I don't know. I can't pick if I'm honest with you. Really? Yeah. I I just feel like every character has a like role that lends to the story. Mm-hmm. That I feel like each and every single one of them is very important. So like I don't really have a favorite. Like they're all my favorite, even mm-hmm. the bad guys. You know. Ooh. I've never heard that answer before for anything, and I actually really appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah, most women just pick Legolas because he's good looking. So, I mean, if we're going on looks, <laughs> daddy any day. <laughs> yeah, like every time I ask like other people, like, "Oh, who's your favorite character from Lord of the Rings?" When I find out they're fans, they're like, "Oh, Legolas, he's so badass. Oh, Legolas, he's so handsome." And I'm just like, I mean, I like him too, but like, I I like I feel like there's other reasons that you can like him. <laughs> Like the fact that he actually never directly says a line to Frodo, except, and you have my bow. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> across three movies that's the only line he says directly to frodo so i think that's the most hilarious thing i mean um, it's not even like legolas it's just orlando bloom in general for me so. <laughs> that's true i think he has a lot of charm like he has that like natural charm yeah on screen charm yeah charm yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah i think yeah and then uh, what's his name sean bean <laughs> i love sean bean because his name doesn't rhyme even though it should sean bean. Yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah there's actually a, yeah there's a joke that like because he dies in almost every role that he takes there's a joke that him dying all the time is the universe correcting the fact that his his name doesn't right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's great. laughs> yeah so i think that's like one of those like funny things that like people kind of put together and like make a whole joke out of like i'm on the internet all the time so i see like random connections like that so like, yeah <laughs> all right Heidi is there anything last things that you want to say anything you would like the listeners to know uh no I'm just you know I'm here I'm always chilling and I'm really grateful to have met all of you and this was really fun and thanks for having me yeah thanks for being on um so yeah thanks for coming on Heidi uh it's been a really great pleasure having you here and really being able to pick your brain a little bit Um, I had a lot of fun and I'm sure Josh and Jackie did as well. So, and thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to everyone who was a part of this. So um, until next week, see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.